For my money, guys, it's the best perk that any sponsor that sponsors the DNVR Podcast Network gives out. If you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group right now, they will hook it up with a free Sonicare toothbrush. This thing's going to last you a while. It retails at like 50 to 75 bucks. So you've got to go to the dentist every six months, every year. You might as well get a free electric toothbrush that will last you a while out of it. So sign up for a cleaning x-ray and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group. They're located just 15 minutes from Denver. They're great people, great dentists. They will hook it up with a free Sonicare toothbrush today. Straight away, three on the way. Jermichael Green, no length of the court. Porter's got it. Here he comes over Kawhi, and he's got it. Hold that position. Morris dump it into Jokic to Porter, and Porter puts it away. Between the legs, between defenders, it's a pretty assist for the Denver Nuggets. Not, not fully convinced this was a loser's lounge. Welcome, everybody, into the DNVR loser's lounge. <laughs> I don't know if that's definitely not an air horn. I, I don't know if it's a loser's lounge, but it's definitely not an air horn. Well, yeah. Let me air horn. Let me air horn. You know I, what? I, I feel the flow. Let me flow. Do what you'd like to do. Uh, I'm, of course, your host, Adam Matas. I'm joined by my all-star. Yeah, it's not an all-star cast. It's an okay cast. I got Brendan vote over here. Thanks, man. Feeling very inspired off the bat. Yeah. Uh, one of us is really weighing us down. I'm not going to say which one. I've got d Co over here. I don't know. I I wasn't. I'm not picking up on what you were saying. Am I weighing you down? <laughs> you might be. You I, might be. I was giving this an air horn. I, I'm bringing this up. What are you nah, talking about? Yeah, you are about? bringing this up. I've also got somebody here that is is tailor made to bring the show up like seven oh. levels. The one of the newest members of the DNVR crew and the the main man or or half of the main man at DNVR golf. It's uh, Sp- Spencer S- Spencer Smith. So am I the one weighing you down or am I not? I'm so confused. Yeah, me too. <laughs> You'll never know. Just, he, gave me, he gave me a great intro, tell, yeah, but I feel like say, I'm weighing the show down. Would you just tell us who's weighing it down? Uh, Yo, shout uh, out David Florent, first uh, lounge ever. There Let's it go. is. Oh, David. First one. Hell, hell he's yeah, watching dude. on YouTube, too. He is so watching on YouTube. Already, uh, um, it might be Tori Craig that's weighing us down. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, this is a haters lounge, man, if I'm going to start there. Um, today, guys, we're going to be talking about, of course, the Nuggets just wrapped up a loss to the Clippers. What I thought was an interesting game. Yeah. I was worried this game, guys, and I put some tweets out that people were not happy with. It's rare that I throw out a tweet that people are very offended by, but I put out a joke of a tweet saying that the Nuggets might not give full effort in this game. They gave more effort than I thought. They gave three-quarters effort in this huh, game. That's curious. <laughs> they, gave the, they gave the exact same effort that they've given the last three games. No, three of the last four. The the Utah game, they gave a lot of that's effort. A great point. That's a great point. Uh, it's the same effort we're going to get next game. We're yeah, well... It's it's uh, prove you can do it, but then don't care that you do. Yeah, effort. I, that's a great way to put it because I would say, I would say that Denver in this game proved that they can hang with the Clippers. I don't know if they proved that they can beat the Clippers, but they proved that you know what, we're a problem for you. You're a problem for us. Yo. We're a problem. After that last matchup in the regular season where the Clippers beat them by seventy-eight points. Or yeah, whatever, I was, think that's like, correct. I mean, you just add MPJ and it's a different. It's completely different. Like, that is, yeah. MPJ does make the team completely different. I think Jeremy Grant does as well. We're going to talk about a lot of players tonight. Um, Spencer, 
I always start the show off with this. What's your big takeaway from this game? If you could narrow it down to one takeaway, what's the biggest one? I put you on the spot for Welcome him in. Throw the first fastball right hey, down the, I'll take in the that. middle. Um, my biggest takeaway is Jeremy Grant, man. Yeah. He came back Good tonight. Answer. Like, especially in, if, like, when the Nuggets beat the Jazz in the first round, I'm calling the when, not the if. Let's go. <laughs> and they go and face the Clippers in round two. Jeremy Grant's going to be a huge part of that. Like, yeah, Kawhi yeah. Leonard and Paul George are both great threes. They both can score anywhere they want. And Jeremy Grant's going to have to guard one of those two. And he's going to have to be locked in, not only on the defensive end, but if he brings you the offensive power that he brought tonight, going coast to coast at the end of the third quarter and jamming it left-handed. He was feeling himself. I think he was four of seven from three. Like, if that's the Jeremy Grant we get, that's the guy we traded for. And that's the guy that helps bring the Nuggets to even another level in addition to Michael Porter. So I put this out on Twitter. You know, Jeremy Grant, anytime you go to a new team, and I think especially true when you go to a Nikola Jokic-led team because he's so unique, anytime you do that, there's going to be a learning curve. There's going to be a growth curve because it's so so different. And I think with Jeremy, that was very true. I think early on in the season, him playing alongside a lineup that featured Torrey Craig and Mason Plumley, and was just kind of this new hodgepodge lineup. It didn't work. But as he's sort of gotten more familiar with the team and the team has gotten more familiar with him, I feel like his game is starting to shine a little bit more. And having him in this one, I mean, I, I'm with you, Spencer. To me, he's he's probably the story of this one. He stood out in such a good way. Yeah, and I think the way he's fitting into – he's getting a lot of units with the first team. Yeah. The first team that's including Michael Porter Jr., which is, of course, a different look than we saw all regular season for him. And it allows Grant to sort of slide into, like, I guess an almost afterthought role in terms of what the defensive game plan is. He's a guy where if he's shot ready and wide open, he'll hit it. And he's figuring out – how to find those in-between-the-cracks points playing alongside Nikola Jokic. Yeah. I think he's going to be a really important player in the playoffs. If they're playing the Clippers, they're going to need Grant to guard Kawhi. It's certainly not going to be like yeah. Paul Millsap and stuff. And he's just different. Like He, he does different. guard him a little bit different because he's got the length and mobility. But hold on, guys. Spencer, it's your first time on the show. What did we talk about five minutes ago? Literally five minutes ago. Maybe less. I said, everybody on this panel has to remind me about my intro comments oh, that right. I always yeah. forget. And it was literally five minutes ago, and we already forgot. That's I right. have to. I always forget this, guys. Today's show is presented by DraftKings, which you can download on your phone and make crazy wild bets. We were all doing it all game. We were yeah. all doing it all game. Eric well, had some crazy ones today. I was betting if a uh, shot was going to be a two-pointer or a three-pointer. That's yes, that was, a, that was a crazy um, bet. I, Chris wants us to tell you that he loves you. Oh, I love, I love Chris. Yeah, when we, I do. At, at what point when you're rambling through the intro, are we supposed to stop you and, and remind you? I think you? just like right <laughs> off the bat. That next time you're on the show, at, at any moment. No, but seriously, download DraftKings. It's a lot of fun. Today at the bar, we, I love this bar, guys. We've been in here for like one month, and it's already maybe my favorite place on earth, I think. It I probably would, yeah, is. I would say. I mean, we, what, like, what else is even in the running? Uh, I really like Kruger National Park in South Africa. Oh. Big fan of that. <laughs> wow. Um, so there's, if given a choice, you could do what's the that? Lounge from... Uh, I've bet 25000 on the Nuggets to reach the Western Conference Finals. If they don't, my life is over. I'm <laughs> You know what? That's a solid. We I love like, that, Robert. Yeah, I feel like, you know what? <laughs> not if, you, if you're going to do it, you should do it. Not enough people go all in in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the problem. Like, that's earlier, the problem. earlier, I was betting like $5 on whether or not it was going to be a three-pointer. Yeah. And it was a two-pointer. I wanted to go on the run. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is So Eric today makes this bet, and he lost the first one, won uh -huh. the second one. That's but right. it was on the, if the next shot will be a three-pointer. Right. And we're at the DNVR bar, which had a, <laughs> I believe, about 40 people, 50 people, which is the maximum we can have in this bar, very socially max, distanced. Yes. And when it hit a three-pointer, us in our little section oh. over there got up and went crazy. And everybody in the bar looked at us like, 
Dude, it's the first quarter well, it, and somebody hit not, a shot. <laughs> not only did it hit, it hit with bull bull oh, hitting a three-pointer. Oh, my God. And moments before, Brendan was chastising me, telling me I was going down a deep, dark rabbit hole. Yeah. But you know what's at the end of that rabbit who's hole? Who's laughing now? Bull bull hitting a delightful three. <laughs> and a pot of gold. And a pot oh, of gold. And a pot this of gold. This is a rabbit hole for which, like, the perspective seems to change every single shot type yeah, so true. Out. Yeah, so we'll, so true. let's check back in 48 hours well, um, I mean, i'm not gonna make the same bet in 48 hours and i'll be betting on something else ridiculous the other thing i was gonna <laughs> tell you guys if you're watching this at home as you probably Ooh. are on your phone you're watching it on youtube hopefully you're watching Antonio's it on youtube watching from puerto rico oh so from puerto rico that's awesome uh go ahead and, and hit sub the subscribe button hit the like button make a comment on the on the feed whatever you got to do just so that uh, we can help grow this show and get other nuggets fans Yvonne's in the fold here. all our people um, but we can get back to the discussion here you know jeremy grant i mean it's just he, be, he continues to be so excited, and I put this on Twitter. He's got a unique skill set, and I think in the NBA, a lot of things, a, a lot of players now are either positionless, that's a positive, or tweeners, that's a negative. I think Jeremy Grant has been some combination of both throughout different, different parts of the season, but I think him finding sort of a niche around Jeremy Grant, maybe even Bull Bull, those skill sets sort of cross over in yeah. a way that neither one of them are small forwards, neither one of them are power forwards, but together combined, they they add up. They add up to the whole. They're, I mean, those two players are so unique in their body type and their skill set, and when they are on, Guy. there's like really nothing that anybody can do except for just sit back and watch the show and bet on whether or not they're going to shoot at two or three. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the one boys thing. You right? might actually have a problem, Eric. You, you think, might have a real problem. I, I, this is a cry for help. You <laughs> should start taking his phone from him mid-game. <laughs> I mean, it's the long boys thing, right? It's not, hey, can you be our power forward on a team with a very high usage point guard just stand in the corner like he was in OKC, but do you create matchup problems? If Bull is also on the court, and PJ's on the court, Jokic is on the court, there's going to be smaller guys guarding you, and or guys not guarding you at all. And so we're seeing, I think, Grant really learning how to take advantage of the former more um, in ways we didn't see all season, and that's, of course, encouraging. And the long boy identity lives on. It's thriving. Yeah, oh, baby. I, I honestly think, like like Adam it. said earlier, just the, the learning curve playing with Jokic, like, you're open when you don't think you're open, and you have to realize that. And it's it's hard for players, especially like, like you said, Jeremy Grant. Like he's watching Russell Westbrook pound the ball into the ground and standing in the corner. Now it's like, hey, this guy's got the ball at the top of the key. If I cut to the basket, whether I got a guy that's six five on me or a bigger dude on me, he's gonna find me whether I'm open by a half. And they Doris Burke compared Jokic to Patrick Mahomes today on the I love ESPN it. broadcast. Well, and I kind of I kind of hate it, it, but I kind of <laughs> love it. And it's but the same. Patrick Mahomes is really good. You know, the, 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 like nothing. Nothing uh, is more, I guess, uh, points out more of what you're talking about than the first play of the game where Nikola Jokic looked like he was going up for a three-pointer and then dropped a perfect pass yeah. to Torrey Craig, who was not in any way ready for the yeah. pass. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I feel like he almost does that at times. I mean, I, I don't know. This is conspiracy Adam here, but, man, I, I feel like it's Jokic gives Adam. the, like, frustration arms more to Torrey Craig than to every other player <laughs> combined, um, which is, you know, maybe something we'll get into here a little bit. But there – when you're, you talked about playing with Russell Westbrook. When you play with Russell Westbrook, I don't know that you have to think the game. And Russell Westbrook's awesome. But your job is so limited. It's like I either stand here or I get back on defense or I stand here and whatever. I run an exchange on the weak side. When you play with Jokic, I do think there's something to read the court. Right. And right now, what, what's interesting about Jeremy Grant is he's functionally a three offensively because the taller players have been guarding Michael Porter Jr. And I, I, whenever Bull Bull is up and on the team and you know as, as a member, they're going to be guarding him as well. And Jeremy Grant keeps finding himself with smaller guys. And Yoke will look at him a lot throughout the game and be like, 
cut, dude. I'm just going to throw it over the top of whoever's guarding you. Right. You're going to grab it and lay it in. And I, d I just feel like that part of it of like, okay, I'm now a threat, not just to stand here, but what's going on on the court? And he's starting to read that more and more. And that's, to me, that's why he has been so encouraging. Let's talk. I, I know a lot of people are probably tuning in and want to talk about, you know, Denver, let's be honest, guys, they threw this game. And I, I want to talk about the fact. Wait, Adam, we yeah. got a tweet here from Katie Wingy. From who? Katie Wingy. Okay. Saying the number three seeded Denver Nuggets will take on the number six seeded Utah Jazz in the first. Yeah. Game. So this is a thing that's happening. I didn't know if it was completely finalized or just like ninety nine. But I thought there was like one obscure scenario in which this wouldn't happen. But let's just assume it is. We're. I think we were going to get to this a little bit. We're especially going to. Oh my God! Are you I don't even get this care. Phone off Whatever. Dude. I think we're going to especially get Wingy to this Lodge. on Friday show. Yeah. Um, Denver has one more game, and I think then we'll really look forward. So we'll, we'll reference it here in a little bit, but we're going to get into the, the gritty details before long. Um, but I want to stick on this game and, and sort of the moment with it here. Denver threw this game. They didn't throw this game. Denver took their foot off the gas. Yep. They did not put their starters in. And yep. We've seen this a bunch of times now. We've seen it against the Lakers. Did we, we saw it once before that too, right? I, I can't remember four days ago. Uh, let's see. They did it against oh, the Lakers. They did it against one the other team, right? Who was it? Somebody help us out here. My God, who did they play like three days ago? Um, it was not Utah. It was before Utah. Was it Portland? Portland. 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 How did I forget that? Yeah, it was Portland. Portland. DNVR Golf guys. Got yeah, it. They, thank you, DNVR yeah. Golf, for really helping us here. Um, so Denver, we've now seen it three games effectively. They have load managed in the fourth quarter. Spencer, does does this sit wrong with you? Because I know a lot of people have been upset by this. You know, honestly, like. The, the Laker game just made me pissed off at the end. Like, when you're that close in a game, you just want to win the game. As being a Nuggets fan... Was it because it was the Lakers, do you think? 100%. Like, I wanted to chirp. I wanted to get on Twitter for the next four hours after that game and just let every Lakers fan know that Bol oh, Bol and Keita Bates-Diop just buried them. Dude, I, but, I chirped all through the next day. Oh, yeah. And, and still, <laughs> like, even, like... But, like, today, tonight, I honestly felt so good about it. I've never been sitting there in the fourth quarter and been like... All right, we're down. We lost by 13. We're down 10. They're making every shot in the you know last three minutes. Kawhi Leonard's still in the game. Paul George is still in the game. But I was like, that first half when we went full bore and we're like, hey, we're gonna throw everything we got at you. The, the Nuggets were the better team in my opinion, yeah, and they, they were defending Paul George. Kawhi Leonard made a few shots. He got a few foul calls that were like, you know, that's Kawhi Leonard. He's gonna get those. But I felt so good about. It. I've never felt this good about a Nuggets quote unquote loss really? that I've watched. Yeah, I was like fourth quarter i was like you know what they they gave it all they got now mason Plumley's in there throwing up air ball floaters right, and hook right. shots like it's fine you know they 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 played they did this exactly how they wanted to do it yeah i don't want to get too into finessing the the standings and where they're going to finish like last year you know we should have beat portland we all know that but this year like it i just felt great about this loss i really look at did. look at hot dornish muffin over here saying what if moutier wins the series against us i think we just all kill ourselves i don't i don't think there's anything <laughs> there's, left yeah, yeah, let's make a suicide pact yeah, everyone suicide everyone pact here everyone listen <laughs> yeah it's yeah. a real yeah. losers laugh some real <laughs> losers are really struggling with mental health in which case like call me or something is harrison win ready okay um, um so we get right. you before you get out of here um what any just give us one hot take spencer you don't have to have journalistic integrity. Or, or give us a winning golf pick. I need... I've <laughs> Jesus. Um, my hot take for this year is I don't think the Denver Nuggets lose a game until minimal round two, game three. Oh. <laughs> well, wow. <laughs> That that one is that one's really spicy. That can we get the air conditioner on, Hank? Can you get the AC like blasted in? I now? honestly think like this is my kind of take. We saw Nikola Jokic play off Nikola Jokic last year How against the Spurs, right? How many For his first time in the playoffs, the whole team. 
They've got 14 games of experience. They went to two game sevens. They know what it's like to win in the playoffs. Nikola Jokic, whether he says it or not, he's got personal vendetta against Rudy Gobert. He is going to demoralize him oh, for four baby. straight games. Oh, There's not going to be any sad Jazz fans in the crowd because nobody can be there, and we all love to see that. And I, I, I honestly don't think the Nuggets lose a game in the first round. That's a five pepper spice take, but you know what? I'm, I'm with it. Um, if you guys are watching at home, we just saw expanded DNVR golf. I'm going to tell you something. I just got into golf in large part because of Spencer. He hooked have it you up. guys heard about this? That have Adam you, just started playing golf. Eric, have you heard about she, this? She, no, shut the, shut have the you guys F heard up. him talk about this yet? Hank, do you want to come in for Brendan? Adam plays wanna, golf Brendan could take a little break here. <laughs> no, but seriously, I was going to say, I always thought that golf was exclusively for like fancy, highbrow people until I met well, Spencer, and now I've yeah. learned that no, it's actually for any bone. Do you not think of yourself in those in those terms? I definitely do not think oh, of myself. Right. Look at my feet up on the table right here. You are very, yeah, casual. very casual. It's casual, casual Wednesday. Uh, but everybody everybody, check him out. Abro Spence on Twitter and then uh, DNVR Golf. Thank you so much awesome. for, for Thank getting you out of here. guys. Appreciate it. We'll Thanks let a real expert Harrison Adam. get in here. Because some, you have your feet on the table, someone asked if you sprained your ankle. If I do, I what? If I sprain my oh, like I'm elevating it for like the blood flow. No, That's he's hilarious. just wildly disrespectful. <laughs> uh, very disrespectful. Very cash. Very cash. Um, the great Harrison Wind. I yes. love that. Yeah, yeah. I like I like the crowd noise here. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> What I like is that our set we've really updated it to now have a fan blowing on Harrison, so he really does have the wind in his hair. The last time I entered, there were. Um, there were Coors Lights up here. Oh, uh, what's going no, on? There were, were here before you showed up also. We just, <laughs> Manager Mark we got, we got the ball. To him. Um, so, Harrison, what did Michael Malone have to say? It's, I was reading some of the quotes as they were coming in. Sound a little spicy. This was a fascinating post-game oh. Zoom session. Let's get into it. This was fascinating. I have a feeling. I don't know if this is true. Love when you get I have feelings. a feeling he absolutely reamed them out in the locker room post -game. Oh. I have a feeling... For he killed them. Really? For, for uh, deciding to bench Jokic? <laughs> <laughs> no, for the defense. For the uh -huh. defense. The defense was the talking point post-game. Um, the Nuggets have the worst defense in the bubble. Uh, they gave up how many points tonight? 120-something? 124. 124. Thank you, Ali. And, um, yeah, Michael Malone was not happy. And you could tell in Nikola Jokic's face who talked tonight and in Jamal Murray's just tone that um, he got on them. So that's my theory on what happened in the locker room. He got on his can team. I, can I ask you this honest question? And this is to everybody here. We know Michael Malone has the like very well-timed we, – we joke about it in training camp. This day's going to be the angry Malone. This one's going to be – do you feel like this was a little bit – you have to be a little concerned with the defense. Let's be honest. They've been playing these crazy lineups and doing some different stuff. Yeah. Do you feel like he's genuinely this, or do you think it's like the, guys, it's go time, principles here – Everybody buckle down. I think it's a little bit of both. We're still it's got to be both. We're still getting complaints about pinging. Somebody's yeah, make sure all your computers are muted. It's I don't understand Adam. it. I don't it's have a single thing Adam. on right now. I don't understand. <laughs> I think there's a ping coming on. The, it might be the producers. Yo, I'm going to go is, ahead and throw it out. It might be the producers. This is definitely on the producers. I have no pings coming yeah. in. I, I think it was I think a, little, it's a little bit of both. Do not be. blame it on us. It is not over here. <laughs> they have a microphone they can stick up for no, themselves. Just, no, just show throw the one game and we all just lose our minds. It's just getting really aggressive. I, I do think it is. is a bit negative. It's a little negative. That's weird. What, I, I haven't been seeing the negative one, so keep popping them up because I want to see what people are saying. Um, I don't know. Denver went toe to toe with them tonight. Now they were they were shorthanded a few people. 
Yeah. Nuggets were short-handed a few people. D- did anyone else think the first half defense was actually pretty good? Dude, the, the first the, half defense. What was the score at half? I they, had the 50, were, they had fifty points exactly. Yeah, the Nuggets yeah. were up by I mean, like five points. I thought the effort uh, was pretty good. The rotations great. were. were a, a bubble fifty crisp. is like a non-bubble forty. Oh, to be man, honest, a bubble man. fifty. Yeah, <laughs> that's lockdown. A one thirty is like yeah. the bubble average right but now. But we are fast approaching the games matter time. And seventh game in a row of seeing a final score like that, Malone is going to blow his gas. Yeah, I right? feel like this was a lot of the uh, the bad practice that every team has to have in like training camp practice number three. You know. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go back. I mean, obviously, I always rewatch the games, and I'll do a detailed notebook tomorrow. I'll be an episode of the list as well tomorrow. Um, I didn't I didn't feel that bad about the way Denver played in the first three yeah. quarters of this one. I mean, there were some ups and downs and peaks and valleys, but. For me, I thought they brought intensity. I thought they were a little bit more. We were talking as we were watching this, Eric. Jokic looks locked in. Now, I don't oh. think he's playing his best, although it's funny because he actually had a pretty good Yo, stat line he tonight. Was told, I told you the next thing, the next stop for Nikola Jokic after the Toronto game, which is going to look a, very shockingly similar to this game, is going to be to the bubble barber. We're going to get oh, haircut wow. Jokic locked in. If we get haircut Jokic game one round oh. one against the Jazz. Not just haircut <laughs> Jokic. Vlatko Jokic. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Yo, but, that's yeah. a great point. Vlatko's in the bubble. Wow. In the bubble. We were talking in our chat today, and we were really gassing Harrison up a little bit more than I'd like to, to be honest. But Harrison <laughs> like had that. one of the great stories of the year and one of the great revelations about the growing relationship between Vlatko and Jokic. Of course, they speak the same language. They do. They have some. I mean, even though they're a little different, Slovenia and Serbia. I don't want to yeah. get my Serbian fans too upset here. There's, there's a crossover. A crossover. Um, and we've discovered that Vlatko... We, we throw around Jokic Whisperer a lot. Some people have said, I'm the Jokic Whisperer. Not true. <laughs> Vladko, I think, really is a Jokic Whisperer in that I think he understands his mentality as well as anybody. And so yeah. I actually do think him being inside the bubble makes a difference. What, do you feel that way as well? I know mean, we don't know this. Yeah, I mean, I think you do want Jokic to... We don't know. We're not with this team. But just from what you can infer, it doesn't always seem like he's necessarily with the rest of the guys. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's... I don't know, but I don't. I think Vlaco is someone you can speak to to some extent in his native tongue, and can sort of relate to on a different level. And is someone that, like Wancho did, is just a friend and puts him in a better mood. And Jok- I think that that matters. I think Jokic is a complicated man, and the oh. only one who understands him is oh. his Vlatko. Is that right? It's a little uh, shaft reference. Nobody yeah, got that. I got, okay, you got it. Yeah, I got me. it. No, it's right. I definitely it. didn't get because, that. Yeah, because <laughs> the, you guys don't remember the seventies. It, it says no one appreciates him but his woman in the real in, in Thank chef. you. Um, but. Uh, Vlatko, I mean, I think that I've seen clips before when it was he, Wancho, Vlatko. They had that like super dorky European humor. Yeah, totally. They would like they they would like ping and pong off each other. Um, so it's probably you know it feels good when you have someone around that you can get your jokes and you you feel good about. You know. The biggest difference between Jokic or Vlatko and Wancho, like you said, Adam, uh, Vlatko speaks Serbian. Yeah, Wancho didn't. I think that's oh. big. Yeah. That's why he's off this team. Yeah. So another couple notes on the defense from the post game. Okay. Michael Malone called his uh, – he said, we have a lot of matadors on this team. Yeah, a lot of matadors, yeah. Ma- love the matador can I, reference. Can I be honest, though? Because I actually think there is – th- this is like a basketball concept thing. I think Denver's biggest issue on the defense is at the top, not the back. Oh, it's been for three years. It's probably. been for five years, really. Yeah. I mean, Jokic – cannot be a rim protector like a Joel Embiid or Rudy right. Gobert, where players are afraid to go attack him. They will attack him if they get a runway. So you really have to shore up your perimeter defense, and it's yep. true. Denver just has like slow-footed perimeter players, and at the moment, players who aren't supposed to be on the perimeter to begin with playing out of position or whatever. So yeah. um, I, I do think that's it. I want to hear more about what was said today in the post game. but before we do, let's take our first break. Let's hit a quick ad read. And on the other side, who, who all spoke today? Jokic? Jokic and uh, Jamal. 
Alright, the, the, can see Jamal right now. Doesn't the, he look like Malone just chewed him out? He, looks yeah, he, look, he does not look happy. Yeah. He's got Brendan Vote vibes. <laughs> Real Eeyore over there, yeah. Yeah, that's me. Um, <laughs> should we do reads? Or are we doing? Reads? We're doing. That's All what right. We're doing. Um, I'll do these really positive for you, Eric. I really like Breckenridge Brewery. They make great beer. One of the best. I had, uh, I had two of them tonight. Best Breck beers you can try is the Mile High City Copper Lager. They're selling a 15 can pack. Uh, just go ahead and Google and type Breck Beer Locator. That'll show you where the nearest Breck Beer is within any sort of mile parameter that you want to set. It's a really neat tool, so there's no excuse not to pick up that 15 camp pack sampler. If you want more than just the Mile High City Copper Lager, come on down to the DNVR bar. Hell yeah, Colfax. I got a Strawberry Sky. Let's go on tap. What I had we got tonight. them all on tap. Can I give a quick, this is not on the on the list, but being a DNVR member rocks when you come to the bar because you get the tall beers for the price of the regular beers. I had two tonight. Pretty buzzed, not gonna lie. I was lie. looking around. Everybody I saw was drinking a member beer. Today. I know, it's really it's great a feeling. feeling. <laughs> it is a great feeling. Today was a great day at the bar. Yeah. Um, I just want you guys to know that the 15 can copper lager is sold out in Colorado. We did it! Oh, we did it! The 15 can is sold out. The Jokic packed out. We sold out. Oh man, I don't know if I feel good about the Jokic pack being sold out. Not the sampler pack. Yeah, the sampler is available forever. We just make it. If you want the Nuggets themed, oh, the Mile High City Copper Lager. Mile High City Copper Lager. It was a regular season pack. Let's be honest, guys. The playoff pack. It's yeah, yeah. We need like a we need a more impressive pack. But can get some at. The DMVR bar. Oh, hell yeah. We've and always you, got it at the DMVR You can bar. certainly buy 15 of them if you're so inclined. <laughs> what else we got there, Vote? Uh, MSU Denver Online. When you're taking mm. a class there, right? Yeah, it's or wrapping up, actually. How, how was <laughs> that experience here, right Finals are coming can up, Can you imagine yeah. win, like, in finals right now while also covering the Nuggets like this? Yeah. No, it's been great. I mean, the teachers have been awesome. I know Allie took a class as well. Yeah, um, Harrison, finals were, like, three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest own ever. But you know what, I, you know, you know what sucks so much? No way Harrison signed up for that class. He never took it. You know what sucks so much? Is that okay, the, I didn't think we were going to be having the playoffs in uh, August. <laughs> but I hate When the, I signed up for that class. He just got called no, on like, it, like a student in class that didn't do the reading. Yeah, He's like, you, oh, it's wrapping up soon, I think. Defense, didn't the you? final project was like a 35 page paper and a presentation and another thing. Did you, pick you know up they the syllabus, take it seriously, bro? Dave. It's a really great no, class. No, yeah, over we got there. the syllabus. For sure. We definitely got the but syllabus. But it bothers me that the pandemic hit and you've only improved yourself. You've been on the Peloton. <laughs> That's so true. You've been uh, making yourself, uh, your mind bigger and more expansive. It's oh, like, you. well, no, no, I'm saying screw you. Like, <laughs> I've gotten I've gotten heavier, I've gotten stupider. It's like uh, yeah. nothing's happened for me since Eric, the pandemic. But you got a haircut. I did get one haircut since the pandemic. All right, wrap up this damn read right, here. Come MSU on. MSU Denver Online, can't recommend it enough. Awesome teachers, super relevant content that you're learning. And um, if you're a freshman, if you're looking to finish up your degree, go back to school to get a secondary. It's for everybody. So every type of student can uh, benefit from MSU Denver Online. So check it out. So I want to move the conversation here. We'll continue to evaluate this game. But the, the headline for the show here is, you know, should the Nuggets be afraid of the Clippers? And... Look, I think the Clippers are fantastic. They were without two key players tonight sure. and Patrick Beverly and Montrezl Harrell. They are only better than what we saw tonight, and they beat the Nuggets tonight. And even when the starters win, they played them basically to a tie. I think Denver's slightly up going into that fourth. Eric, are you when you look at all the teams in the Western Conference, if the Denver wins their first-round series, they're going to be matched up with the Clippers. Are you afraid of the Clippers? Are you concerned about the Clippers? Are you confident? Where are you at? 
I mean, if we compare this to last year and how I felt about the Blazers versus how I feel about potentially the Clippers, it's like night and day. Like the Clippers seem like a very, very formidable opponent. Um, I wouldn't at all feel confident going into that series, but yeah. I don't feel like it's an impossibility that we could beat them. Like just seeing tonight, I mean, granted, like you mentioned, we don't no Beverly, no Montrez, but um, I don't know. The Nuggets have a little something for them, also. Like I and the, the Nuggets have grown as well. But yeah. I do like the, the greatest part about this question is I love completely overlooking the Utah Jazz. <laughs> That's because we're going to spend a lot of time on the Utah Jazz. I'm just yeah. talking about when we look at the big teams in the West because. There's so much talk right now about oh you got to avoid this you got to avoid that, Harrison. How do you feel about them? Um, I feel like they're very similar to the Lakers. I would feel as good as the Nuggets going. I was feel I would feel as good as if the Nuggets were going up against the Lakers, if than if they were going up up against the Clippers. I don't think there's a huge difference there. Um, but if they do go up against the Clippers, they're going to need the Jeremy Grant that mm. they got tonight. No doubt. Um, Jeremy Grant could be the key to that whole series. Yeah, he really could. He really could, man. I could see him playing 35 minutes a game yep. in a Nuggets-Clippers series. Because we saw tonight, he guarded Paul George. He guarded Kawhi Leonard. If he's knocking down threes like he is to, like he was tonight, I mean, he's going to be on the floor for – all the significant moments in that game. So he is going to be a massive key. Yeah, we have a question on here. Yeah, I saw that. They intentionally crowding the paint, push the Nuggets to take more threes. This is a, it's a great question, Rayvon. This is actually, I think, going to be the strategy for everybody. And it, it was it, last year a little bit. Uh, it, it absolutely was. And what happened in Game 7, yep. of course, Denver really struggled. And they had Malik Beasley, by the way. People forget this. Beasley came up big in the playoffs yeah, last year for Denver. Moments. I think Game 5 was like yeah. – Beasley was kind of maybe the MVP of that game outside of Yoke. Yeah. Um, Denver teams do not fear Denver's three-point shot. They don't fear them making it, but they also don't really fear them like getting it off. You know, if it's a kick out wide open three, teams are going to run that off the line or whatever. But if it's like somebody pull, coming around or a dribble handoff, everybody's going to take the shortcut under because they're just like nobody's going to stop and do this. And I think mm -hmm. it's a real concern. For me, that's it. Um, vote before we move on to those kind of things, though. What do you what do you think about the Clippers Nuggets playoff matchup? So I think in juxtaposition with the Lakers, it's interesting. Um, I actually at the moment feel like the Lakers have more cracks in their armor. It seems that um, way. But the Lakers are a tough matchup for Nikola Jokic. I mean, there's a yeah, lot of size sure. in the that's interior. That's a great point. Yep. And, and, they, and the like, one guy that kind of gives Jokic. Kind of gives them a yeah. hard time. And, and yeah. like a lot of these series, like you just mentioned, it'll come down to hitting open threes. That's a little scary. Flip side with that Clippers matchup, really tough for Jamal and MPJ. Pat Bev, Kawhi, Paul George, you can switch. You can all give those guys problems. But who do they have to guard? Jokic. Um, Zubat. Yeah. So, Harrell. Harrell. Harrell's like that hustler, you know, but right. I, there's something a little bit weird there. So it's team basketball. Guys will need to hit threes. But in a sense, I like the Clippers matchup more because I like Jokic more. And I think what's a better argument than Denver's best player playing at his best? That's a good call. It's a good call. Adam, what did you tweet about a Philly trade? The people, you've riled up the internet. Oh, is it time for the rant? I don't know. I got some more stuff from the post game. Yeah, let's keep, uh, let's keep let's go back to post game. The rant might be a segment three thing, guys. That's a nice tease. <laughs> keep people in the chat. Yeah. Keep them here. So, no, I don't asked, let me forget that. I, asked, I totally uh, will. Mike Malone about Jeremy Grant's versatility, and he said that Grant is going to have a more pronounced role in the playoffs. So I thought that was notable. We all thought that, but always interesting to hear Malone say that. Uh, Nikola Jokic on the defense. Quote, I'm concerned, but I'm not very concerned. And uh, Jokic on a potential or the first-round matchup with the Jazz. He said he didn't have one easy game against Utah. Very modest. So it should be an interesting series. 
is what he said. Man, I feel like that's a lie. But I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, um, his perception might—it sure looked easy. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, I think he easy. just is motivated for those. But here's the yeah. thing: hey, when he says, "I'm concerned, but not very concerned," this is the thing we know about Jokic, guys. He has another gear. It is just so—it's uh, so clear he has another gear. Not just like playoff gear, which we saw last year. He just has a—it's time gear, yeah. meaning like in a game, if it's close. Oh, it's the overtime. Man, Twelve straight his, points. I got switch. Fourth quarter crunch about? time. I got you. Let's he do has it. A switch. Um, and I think Jokic defensively, there's the, is a big part of where that gear is. Like, look, it's smart that Jokic doesn't go all out for 82 games. I know that sucks. I know bas- like the the most the people that don't really love basketball like hate that fact about the NBA, but it's a fact. It's 82 games, and a lot of guys can't go that hard for 82 games. Mm-hmm. Jokic is one of them. But I think Jokic, and I agree with Eric about this. Jokic just watching him through these eight bubble games, man, has just been. A, to me, it's like a boxer in the last day of training. You're not going all out, but you're fine-tuning and you're ready. Like, you're growing in anger and oh, intensity dude. and just growing in the, like, you know, that's just what it looks like to me. Like, he's ready. Yeah, and he does things on certain possessions. You're like, he could do that every time well, down he if he had, what, to. the third quarter against Utah, was it? 13 or 14 and yep. third. He had another third quarter. Three like threes that. in a row against yeah. Portland, I think. So, I mean... Like we know he's got that in him, but I agree. I, I feel like he's just kind of been coasting. And look, he racks up 12, 13 assists while coasting. So. Even the quotes from him, I just feel like he's in a good yeah. headspace. I mean, we yeah. could be reading a little bit too much into this, but I just feel like Jokic knows exactly where the where his pulse is. You know, he's got his mm-hmm. finger on his own pulse, and uh, he's <laughs> that, monitoring that the saying, his own it? pulse. <laughs> yeah, it's good. That's good. Is that, is that <laughs> the medically recommended? Yeah. Um, so I just like it. What else did you get from the from the? What did Murray have to say? I mean. Not much, man, because it was so defense-focused. Murray's big point was we got to talk more on defense. And, I mean, that's something we kind of know with this team. They don't really talk that much on the defensive end. And you can probably hear that more in the bubble than in a regular season yeah, game. Yeah. Like, Malone's just probably standing there on the sideline being like, wow, these guys really don't talk at all yeah, yeah. without a crowd and whatnot. So, What do you expect to see from them then against Toronto? Like. Are we gonna? Is it gonna be like this? Maybe not three quarters, but two quarters, where it's like go out there. You have you have one half of basketball yeah. to fine tune, or do you think it's a complete throw in the towel? Let's get rested because they already know they're the three seed. It's tough to take to get a read based on this because like how much was Malone just trying to drill in the principles to them after this one? But uh, I'd say you get a half of your normal rotation, yeah. and then the second half. You know, you see what we got in, in uh, late in the fourth quarter in both these last two games. That's my take. One other pl- place I want to go here, Michael Porter tonight was off. Yeah. And he only grabbed five. Re- I mean, he was going up against – I always pay attention to Kawhi Leonard because, do you, for you remember, I, don't, I think it was preseason when Michael Porter was just, like, freshly getting his yep. first NBA minutes, and he mentioned Kawhi. He singled him out. He's just like, that guy just has this air about him. Like, this, the way he, the way he walks, the way he moves, the way he plays, where you just know this dude has it. Yeah. And so I think that there's something, too, that players can sense when there's a matchup that's tough. He was off tonight. He didn't score the ball, and he didn't really rebound like we've seen. 11 points, five rebounds, two assists was a minus 16 vote. Is this a concern for you at all that Michael Porter was such a non-factor tonight? Um, no. It's certainly less encouraging than if he went off. But oh, yeah. this, you know, he's going – when you play against teams like the Clippers or have a Paul George and a Kawhi to put on you – and by the way, this is seeding game seven now, so the other teams know about you. Yeah, that's true. That's um, a good point. He, points come easily to him, but they will come less easily to him as teams begin to game plan for him. So good to get these licks in now. Um, and I also think, 
Remember, he struggled game one. He did not play well. Yeah. Came back and looked great. Yeah. So I would like to see that again. A bounce back. Yeah. yeah and, and maybe there's some silver lining to a reality check for him. Ooh, I love this. And take. then can what you bring it again take. next? That's time. a that's an A plus take. Yeah. I mean, he and he he was six of six last game. He didn't miss a single shot yeah, last true. game. Yeah. He's sort of. I mean, he's kind of going a little bit like up and down. Like you know what though? He's four of ten tonight. Like this was a really bad shooting night. He's forty percent. Like forty percent. Forty percent's not that bad. Not bad. I think those threes will fall more often than not too. Keep shooting. Yeah, keep shooting. Yeah. It's just funny, like what we have already come to expect from him. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. It's just like you know, like earlier in the year, we'd be like four of ten. Like that's cool. He's getting in there getting some shots up making something but now we've legitimately i mean in all of our minds lifted him up to at least the third best player on this team <laughs> oh, for like, sure no joke and he's now so, like solidly in the starting lineup michael malone had a really interesting quote pre-game actually uh where he was asked about porter and he said something to the tune of you're not going to succeed in the playoffs unless you have three like big time scores oh that was a phenomenal quote it was an awesome quote and um, Vote and I were talking about this on the podcast last night. But, like, a week ago, it was – or two weeks ago, it was like a hot take if MPJ was going to be in the starting lineup. I mean, now he's just such a sure thing yeah. to be the Nuggets starting small forward, yeah. at least I think, when the playoffs start. Because – It would be the weirdest yeah. move ever if he was yeah. somehow not starting. Yeah. There's no amount of job security <laughs> in the world you could have yeah. where you go back but, on. But, 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 Kata Bates, yeah. is in his place. <laughs> but for two reasons. Like, he's played really well in the bubble. Yeah, he but has. the Nuggets also really need him to score they really do. like he has been uh, in the playoffs because they need that third option. I have a formal apology Whoa. To issue to Whoa. one Michael Malone, oh. and I mean this sincerely, guys. Like I thought that was coming. I my did way. my share, and I think a lot of fans did their share throughout the year of sort of criticizing Malone's handling of MPJ. And I still Me don't too. know that it was a hundred percent perfect. But I will say, having the hindsight now of how this has gone, even with I don't, I don't think Michael Malone planned the pandemic by any chance. Like, but I think just, he did. <laughs> but well, just the way I mean, someone <laughs> had to have, right? But seeing how Michael Porter has responded <laughs> and seeing how big of a role, to your point, that quote today was not a Michael Malone just saying. Like that was him saying, "We need him to be our third best scorer, at yeah. least, at least one of he our top three scorers." He doesn't say stuff like that that not. often because in the past he's always gone with, "Oh, it's got to be a team effort. We need something from everybody." And this, well, look, we knew this was all a possibility. Eric knew he thought it was a certainty back in January that Michael Malone had this big plan. So you can take a little victory lap here. <laughs> Don't take a lap. Don't take a lap around the bar. But I'm serious. I, I do think that now seeing how the, the season has played out, the bubble has played out, and then hearing quotes like that, I think Michael Malone had a very much a 100 game plan for Michael Porter Jr. And it involved making him earn it early in the season. You know, letting some leash out as the season goes on and then encouraging him and even motivating him to become the guy that we wanted him to be back in November, but allowing that now. So. As, as we talked about time and time again ad nauseum, this is the only time in a player like Michael Porter Jr.'s arc that he is coachable. That he yeah, is, it really is he true. Is so to this degree, to this degree. He is so talented, and the NBA is such a star-driven league that once you become that type of player you become impervious to coaching well so think about this I if michael porter totally jr agree. has the seven game run that he's had in this bubble back in october yeah I, there's probably a lot of energy behind the what does this guy know i'm the leading scorer on the yeah. team shooting 60 percent. you really can't pull him for for wilting on the screen in the third quarter like right exactly you know, he's like what are you talking yeah. about i'm scoring 25 a game yeah. I, yeah, I think like he, he just probably. Out, like. I think where the line was where the threshold was of hey like let's get it going now get him off the ground um, marred a little bit by that ankle injury. That's probably where I had criticism. 
uh, criticize him, but you're right. I mean, in hindsight, and even you know, at the, at the start of the season, you can see why he wasn't starting him, and, and it's bearing fruit now. So he deserves. I'd also like to apologize to the national media, who I destroyed for saying if MPJ is who Denver is telling us he is, then watch out. And I said, no, you should watch out for Denver because they're good now. It has nothing to do with this kid. Yeah. Here I am, every show for two, three weeks. I had no they I don't have a chance of winning the title unless MPJ goes off. Is this, yeah. is this turned into an apology corner? <laughs> I would like to apologize to, to my mother. I, first of all, um, I'd like to apologize to all of you. And for all being of you. on this show? Well, <laughs> yes, but it, this that wasn't my doing. I would like to apologize for not having a long boy shirt out. I'd like to apologize for not yeah, having a PJ Composure shirt out. I, I do a lot of stuff, people. I know everybody wants things from me. I apologize. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's a real problem. Um, you apologize to the national media. I'm going to go on a rant here because I want to attack the national Let's go. media. That's better. Whoa. I'm ready, ready for, for it. Show, yeah. So you guys have maybe seen this, but lately there has been some steam. Nate Jones, Jones on the NBA, Top three, four, five, follow for me on the NBA. I agree with 99. No, no person on the internet do I agree more with their basketball takes than Jones on the NBA. He's like a, um, a little bit like a, uh, what would you call him? Not, not really an agent, but he works in player agency for like marketing and brand deals he's and whatever. He's in the business. He's in the as business, people like as people say. say. Yeah, he's like World Wide West, man. He's a connector <laughs> and he does all this. Great basketball takes. He proposed a take that has been picking up steam lately that the Nuggets should trade Jamal Murray... And Michael Porter Jr. Whoa. to Philadelphia for Ben Simmons. Whoa. A player who I have been advocating for the Nuggets to go after for quite some time. Everybody knows this. I'm the Ben Simmons guy. He's a long boy. He's a 6'10 point guard. I want him on the Nuggets. He's but not at the price of both Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic. Everybody knows that my take on Jamal Murray is a little mixed. He's really good, but you know, still to me has a lot more to prove that he's a max player. Michael Porter Jr., and I saw the take here, and again, I don't begrudge him for this because I can understand why somebody would have this, but there's a take out there that Michael Porter Jr. has been good for one week in his career, and outside of that, like, what else have we seen? Are we? Ki are you kidding me? The guy has a, the same, in fact, after the last two games, he might have a better true shooting percentage than Zion Williamson on almost the <laughs> exact same minutes. The guy's averaging 20 points per game inside the bubble right now, and when we saw him in the month of January, which nobody, if there's a month that the national media for just completely ignores the, the Denver Nuggets, it's the month of January. Every year, whatever happens in January is like, well, we're we're just hit, we're playing the hits. Where's Giannis getting traded to? LeBron James, playing is he the okay? Uh, they're just playing the hits. January, he he along with Will Barton and, and Nikola Jokic carried that Nuggets team when everybody else on the roster was out. They only had three players healthy. It was really crazy. He carried them, and he was phenomenal. We've seen this. Nobody, everybody was sleeping at that point. Michael Porter Jr. is, and we've seen this take from a lot of people, by the way. This is, I'm not the only one saying this. Michael Porter Jr. is the player we've seen in the bubble right now, and he is the player that his upside has shown. I feel very confident about that. Does he have the injury risk? Of course. But he, as much as anybody, is the ticket to Dem the Denver Nuggets winning a championship. So when I see the takes like this, I don't begrudge him for it, but get real. Are you kidding me? Michael Porter Jr. has top 10 talent in the NBA and maybe higher. Am I crazy for this? There's like six guys in the NBA that I would trade Michael Porter Jr. for. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's maybe more than, more than six for me personally, but there's not many. If, if I'm the Denver Nuggets, you got the exact player you were looking for to fill out this this duo with Murray and Jokic and you got him in the draft don't touch it don't touch it Michael I've said this today when we were talking Michael Porter Jr. has probably a top 10 maybe top 5 jumper aesthetically in the NBA right oh, now maybe. I mean yeah. he's a 40 something percent three-point shooter right now yeah. as a rookie he he's just he's automatic he's six foot ten he's got this great cutting and by the way this isn't out of nowhere this guy was the number one player since he was a 
Eighth graders. This is who he is. Yeah. This is who he is. The, the Nuggets are not trading Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, um, they're not. Actually, I can say with a lot of confidence, guys, <laughs> those yeah. trade rumors, those are people speaking into the Nuggets. Not, Look, that, those aren't coming out. I think out. the two biggest reasons are because we know that this front office, as high as other front offices could be, this front office is extremely high on him. And B, they've got him under control for another what? Seven years? Yeah. The the one thing they're that, not trading. That. The one thing that needs to be mentioned about just the way that Denver has gone about its business for, in the front office, in, in uh, specifically when talking about drafting, we were talking about this the other night. Like, there's something so freeing about having an owner that believes in you and having job security yep. at the uh, general manager level, it's so huge. that you can take on projects like this they and the nuggets do it over and over and over there's other franchises that don't want to think about two three years down the road because yeah. they don't know if they'll be there and the nuggets take malik beasley because his leg is got broken late, late right, his right. college career they take yep, yep. they take bowl 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 they porter. take michael porter jr like any anyone who has like a gary, harris. Monte gary harris was also gary harris uh, monte morris also fits this mold because he's numbers are great great three-point shooter great floor general assisted Turnover greatest of all time, but he's short. He's got this one flaw. It's 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 injuries, but it's also yeah. the one flaw. It's really the guy crazy. he'll never overcome the one Jared flaw. Jared Vanderbilt. Jared Vanderbilt's another one. It's crazy. But here's where this rant really goes, Locked guys. Him. And here's yeah. where I'm going to drop the mic. Oh boy. How many people have told us that Joel Embiid is better than Nikola Jokic, and the proof is in the pudding? Just watch him play. Well, guess what? The Nuggets have a better record than the Denver Nuggets, and everybody agrees that the Nuggets <laughs> should trade two of their best players. For the second best player on the, on the Philadelphia 76ers. How is Jokic not as good as Embiid if I've, it takes two players to trade for the one supporting that's, cast That's there? Nick Wright math right this there. This is Nick maybe. Wright math right there that it would be like, you know, oh, I, I mean, come on, get real. Curry's better than LeBron. Ergo, you should trade one Lakers player. for. Get out of here, man. You're, yeah. You're admitting that, that the 76ers have a better supporting cast than the Denver Nuggets. The only thing I took from that is that I, could, I really want a, some pudding. <laughs> Sounds incredible. Although I do feel like that takes uh, losing a bit of steam, especially with the year Joel Embiid just had. Yeah, I, it I is mean, losing a little bit of steam. I, I yeah. feel like uh, held to five points tonight yeah. by Mark Gasol. By the way, if the Nuggets do work Ooh. on the Jazz and they are competitive against the Clippers, maybe they beat the Clippers. If they're competitive, I, I don't feel like many national analysts are going to be hanging on to that argument much longer. Yoke's got a better supporting cast, of which he should trade the entire thing for one player on the 76ers. Get lost. Am I wrong? No, you're hot. No. This, I'm really hot about it because I think it's crazy. I'm so hot. Let's go to break. <laughs> Before I get myself canceled, I'm talking to you guys. Uh, I saw yeah. it, by the way, on The Ringer, too, and I heard this conversation the on The Ringer, Ringer by uh, Jonathan Sharks, who I love. Um, Jonathan Sharks, I agree with. Like, Shout out to the show. Love that show. guy. But I'm telling you guys, sleeping on MPJ the way they were sleeping on Jokic. And I'm re I'm, I texted a bunch Jokic of people. Disease, I'm not baby. afraid to go on record for this. I've, I've been telling everybody I, I put will, it in public. I will say, though, like if that was a conversation happening in Toronto, like I, as the Denver Nuggets person, would be like, oh, that's interesting. I could see that trade. Which one? I, they're just the same. The, that conversation is interesting oh, this is from a I, national perspective. 100%. That's why I say I don't really begrudge him sure, for, yep, for yep, that yep. because MPJ. But I do say that when people say MPJ's had three good games and now we're sitting. No, 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 guys. Yeah. He saved the Nuggets season in this January when everybody was This is what he did in January. Hurt. He's exactly just playing 30 minutes a game now instead of 20. Yeah. A minus rant, someone says. It's very specific. A minus. Um, yeah, that's, that's like a good No, I think, I think he meant A rant. <laughs> no, that yeah, is, that's a more accurate. Rant. Yeah, A dash rant. All right, yeah. let's talk about Strava Craft Coffee, which you can now get in the DNVR bar on Colfax. Oh, yeah. uh, more specifically, it's their cold brew that they're serving. I had some earlier tonight. It's CBD infused. All of their coffee is. Um, you can get uh, get 20% off your order with DNVR20 
or you can get 20% off every purchase by signing up for their subscription the, service. <laughs> these haters are really uh, tough graders. And you can get coffee every six or eight Grading weeks. Adam's wow, Harrison, this is not easy. Just doing a read <laughs> while we talk. Um, yeah, so it's really great. Uh, alleviates anxiety, there alleviates one, IBS. One, one thing. And, yeah, there uh, it is, David. And there's, coffee, and there's caffeine in it because it's still coffee. So check out Strava Craft Coffee. Use code DNVR20 for 20% off at checkout. We also have to talk about DraftKings. Oh yeah, DraftKings Sportsbook, the top-rated sportsbook in, in something. I'm the, sure the world, the world, the universe. Yeah, that actually. sounds right. Yeah. Um, did we do our DraftKings King of the Week yet? Oh no, King of the Game. You mean King, King of the, the Game? Do you need the King, King of the, of the game. game? It's oh, Nolan Arenado. Nolan Arenado's the King of the Game. What a game by Nolan Arenado tonight! Can you believe it? How just very surprising. Nolan Arenado went deep twice. He hit two three pointers. Definitely Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant for me. He was he was great. Oh, good thing we have a. <laughs> We're in complete disarray uh, here. Do we have Kadri? Is Kadri on there? Can we put him up as a king of the game as well? The little king is so. No, Jeremy Grant. Dude. Look at that stat line. Crown. He was like a weird min minus seven or something tonight, but whatever. It wasn't his fault. Yeah, it's funny because we also got the um, should Jeremy Grant start uh, question on Twitter today. Man. And uh, I was saying this during the game, but like. There are so many instances where Paul Millsap just saves this defense's ass on the backside. Yeah. You can just – it's so noticeable. So you still need Paul Millsap, but I think Jeremy Grant outplays him by a lot in the series for sure. Yeah. Certain series wise. for sure. Certain series. It's a matchup thing. And honestly, Utah might be another one of those. But Utah has been forced now to go play kind of small, and mm -hmm. I don't know if Paul Millsap has a, like, backside roller road job there he might be guarding oh, like the joe ingles is a, you know right, like he might right. have a I'm so ready for this utah series oh, man so ready i want to talk about it now but i just we can't are we done with DraftKings? yeah yeah okay so there he goes our king of the game let us know who your king of the game was that controversial anybody else have like a a different king of the game Could have been us in the comments Tr trevor story or uh... <laughs> <laughs> um i like that um what else we got from this game what other takes uh, Bol Bol had put in a few impressive minutes. He, uh, Bol he Bol. we had some, we had some. Uh, uh, I won a bet on Bol Bol three pointer. We talked about that. He had yeah. the, that coast to coast joint. That was pretty impressive. Dude, in the first quarter, Bol Bol caused Kawhi Leonard to turn the ball over. Yeah, and then Kawhi went to the bench and was just laughing about it because it was hilarious. He's like so tall. Like it, yeah. every, the first time everybody plays Bol Bol, they kind of have this like. Wow, what like, is this? Wait, like, what just happened? Yeah, he can reach sad. that. Do you think he also had another one where he was standing under the basket and then That's contested a, a three-pointer and then that three-pointer hit the side of the backboard? Yes, he had one of those today. Absolutely. Do we think that Bull Bull will see any playoff minutes? Yeah, yes, because I think there will be at least one game that is a blowout. Don't know which way, okay, but I think there will be. Oh, no, I don't. You, I no, don't. No meaningful no, playoff I mean, minutes. think about the playoffs are so much about trust. And, and as much That's as I love Bull Bull, it's just... And Malone's trust in the defense. And also, let's be honest, Malone's good about this. You want to protect Bull Bull. You're, you know, it's game three. Close game. You think, oh, we'll throw him out there. Boom, 10-0 run. Like, I mean, think about what that yeah. does to a guy when he's like, dude, why'd you put me out there? I, just, I, I also I think this, know, man. this is another angle on it, and you guys might hate me for this take. but um, I'd never hate you for it. <laughs> I, could, I could never hate you for any reason. If, if Bull Bull goes out there and has, like, a huge 15, 20-minute spurt, uh, the contract offers might start to Oh, uh, I do hate you maybe, for this take. Maybe no. Denver wants to hide him a little bit. Great take. You know? That's tinfoil, but I like it. I, I like it. There's absolutely no way that Michael Malone is going to not play his best lineups in a playoff series <laughs> in order for next year's. Yeah, like, now he's now. playing 70 chess. Yeah, wow. That's a lot of, that's a lot of chess here. Um, if we have questions, go ahead and throw them out for me. Um, 
We also but have rate the highlight if you want to do that. Ooh. We want to rate the highlight. Oh, we don't have our things. We can do it with our finger. With All our right, fingers. yeah, producer, uh, get over here. We'll our little finger. We'll we'll I'll, I'll stall with a little. So I was very surprised that the Clippers went for it as hard as they did, being locked in. I was too, three. actually. Yeah, what did they have to play for? So here's one, just food for thought, coming from Shang Young uh, at Young NBA. The Clippers had a three and zero record and plus nine point nine point differential per hundred possessions, um, and that they really dominated all three of their games with the Mavs. So Didn't if they just they, lose to the Mavs, if they had any um, in the bubble, maybe I don't remember that. Like three days ago, I don't know. I don't know, man. They do I, have the I, take it up with Shane, but they, they, they have the multiple body. You could throw out lineups that just switch on him, so the pick and roll kind of dies, and all of the defenders like can lock him right. up. So, so I mean, I'm, the and Clippers, they're going to score on them. So why not for them? Just ah, let's seal the deal. Lock in a seven seed. We feel very comfortable playing. Um, I like that. But nonetheless, I was still surprised to see Kawhi out there in the fourth. Super surprised. Oh, no, it's the Clippers like, beat the Mavs, sorry. Yo, it's really weird. Like, it is really weird that we keep playing these teams where the Nuggets are just clearly like, yeah, whatever. I mean, we don't want anyone to get hurt. And the other teams are like, we want this dub. And I'm like, am I coaching these teams? Like, what is, what's going on? Like, why was Kawhi Leonard out there? Like, it's it's confusing. He might have wanted to be. I guess. Don't you think Jokic wanted to be? Doesn't Kawhi uh, rest every know. third game? <laughs> That's a guy. That actually is a great point. I don't. Kawhi know does. I saw point. a take on the timeline. I'm not going to say who it was. I don't want to feed the troll. But I saw a take that was something like, Kawhi doesn't. You know, he knows that it's important to go hard every game. And I'm thinking like, Kawhi Leonard plays He's like, 40 games a year. Kawhi, right. Leonard, Kawhi Leonard and LeBron James essentially invented loan man. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, they, if any example to use about players not like yeah, Kawhi Leonard played one out of every six games last uh, year. You know, when you're disconnected, you're disconnected. Um, let's look ahead a little bit, though, guys, to this final game. Not to the Jazz one, but just to the final game. What do you want to see on Friday at the 11.30 tip-off game against the uh, Toronto Raptors? Neither team's going to no, have anything I, to play I'll tell for. You, I want to see the final buzzer. You just <laughs> want to see it over with. I, I just want this over with. I'm so over these bubble games. How quick did that happen? Nothing has shown the relativity of time more than the four months leading up to these eight games and then the time it's taken to play these eight games. Like, all I could do is think about how, I mean, we talked about a million times, like, we didn't want to go directly into the playoffs. We needed to ramp up time to make sure that the blah, 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 blah. Now it's like through game six, I'm like, let's go. Like, let's get something that matters again. Because, you know, none of these games have mattered for a very long time. I think it's worked out poorly for the NBA that New Orleans really <laughs> kind of shit the bed in oh, Memphis as think? well. That I think they were like, the bubble's going to, it's only eight games, they'll be meaningful. And then that just like died. What happened? Is it? <laughs> I have no 10, so I'm not Is there a joke being played ten. on yes, it? There's, there's a joke being played <laughs> that I've been given only 10. Oh. <laughs> I, was, I knew something was missing from my pot, but I was never very good at math. You so I, it. Figure, <laughs> I um, want to see. No, keep. please keep it. Please, keep it, please <laughs> I'll keep take it. a 10. Right? I want to see Michael Porter Jr. hit some threes because the Nuggets can't have him in a slump. I want to see him knock down some shots. Vote. What's the question? <laughs> Jeez. What do you want to see in this last game against Toronto? Um, Gary Harris and Will Barton. Oh, yeah, that's no a great doubt. answer, yeah. Do you guys think they play? No. So there was that report I know. I uh, during yeah. the last game. And then I asked Mike Mullen pregame if he has any insight on if he'll yeah, play. He, I didn't, could, he didn't really I, say I anything. could hear his tone in the quote you tweeted out there. Like I, We've been around Malone enough that I know that there was like an FU undertone to that that answer about yeah. players that are available, we're going to play, and if not, we're whatever. But – um. I think that's a great answer. The one I, I want to see Paul Bowl because I don't want to see Jokic or Murray or you know like I just don't know if there's anything to gain. The game is in like 30 hours, 30, 37 yeah, hours. Nothing to gain. It's a morning game. It's a morning game. It doesn't mean anything. I'd like to see him rest that one, and I'd like to see Bowl Bowl go out there and give us some good feel goods. 
Yeah. Yeah, this is crazy. Like, this is the first Nuggets game of the year, including Summer League, including preseason, where I just absolutely don't want to see it. Mm. No. Like, there's nothing I want to see. Like, I don't, like in preseason, you, you're seeing new players for the first time. S- Summer League, same thing. Like, this is, I mean, they're, they're, this is the definition of a meaningless game, and only bad can come from it. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Is it a positive? I know we haven't talked about the Jazz, but is it a positive for the Nuggets that they know who they're playing already and now have, you know, five days or so to kind of prepare for it? Yes. Yeah, they have an extra extra two days. They could have found out uh, on a Friday, so I'd say yes. Quinn Snyder, a great coach, by the way. Um, I think when you, uh, they haven't had great playoff success, although they've played the Jazz three years in a row now. But Quinn Snyder, I think, is one yeah, of those guys that is going to come up with the best sort of um, game plan. You know, like he's, he's, he's always a tough coach, I think, to, to, to scheme against. I will yeah. say that uh, Jazz fans seem pretty excited about it. Oh, I love it. It's funny because I think... Oh. I love it. Look at these guys. Look at that. There they are. I think yeah. the Jazz wanted the Nuggets and the Nuggets wanted the Jazz. Mm. I, I mean, do, I don't think the Jazz wanted the Nuggets. Yeah, I think... Jazz well, fans seem kind of low on everything. They definitely right didn't now. want the Rockets. Jazz fans, think I think, anybody. are kind of giving up on their team a these little bit. Problem, a little bit. These problems are them. inherent. Like, there's four teams you got to play that have home court, so For every sure. team's got a team that they don't mind as much. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't think they're particularly confident. The Jazz about the Nuggets. Right, I, right. I don't see how they could be. Yeah. Um, there's also a chance. I mean, the, the narratives for this Utah game specifically are kind of sweet. I mean, Jokic, oh. if if he gets dominated by Gobert, it's going to be terrible because oh. that's a matchup we wanted. <laughs> But if he goes at Gobert and just demolishes him the way he did in the seven, the game before the seven, the game inside the bubble, if he goes at him like that and just completely owns him, you guys, the winner's lounge is going to be It could be the end of the Jazz. Oh, my God. It really could. We said this downstairs. It's the end of the Jazz. It's the end of the narrative. Yeah. It's the end of the Moutier. I mean, there's a lot of things that Aww. like in play. I mean, the Moutier-Dozier matchup is yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean, there's, I mean, that... The, the 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 like one major slip up of the t- Tim Connolly era that gets pointed to over and over and over by the ultra casual fan is the Donovan Mitchell draft hey, night trade. He might and go though. He might I, without Gary Harris. He yeah. might. Yeah, but are, so are we are we going to revisit that trade? Uh, uh, we're going to over revisit under over six and a half times. Oh, I don't think game. it'll come up, Harrison. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh my God. Like, well, how many times are we going to see photos of Gobert and Mitchell in Nuggets hats on draft day? Oh. I see Han Solo. I think in the chat there asked a question. I think that was the name I saw. Asked something about like why doesn't. I thought that's what it said, Han Solo. Like, why don't why not just bring Barton and Harris off the bench? I think that's a given at this point. Even if they come back and are one hundred percent healthy. I don't think you disrupt the starting lineup. I think we're kind of locked into Jeremy. Oh, even for Tory Craig. I think Tory Craig and wow. I think. Well, I mean, look at it. We're into. We're yeah. so into um, things now. I'm with you, Adam. I think they definitely start the playoffs with this current starting lineup, yep. and then you know, based how based on how the first round series goes, maybe you switch things up. But I'm at the point right now. I don't know about you guys. I'm at the point right now where I'm really not expecting huge contributions for. From either Will Barton Me or neither. Gary Harris in this playoffs. And it's sad. It. It's frustrating. Could. It's depressing. But with how long they've been out and where this team's currently at, it's tough to really see them making a big impact. Let's play rate the highlight. Let's get that one going. Try to get some good vibes in here before we. Before By the we way, go. good vibes in the comment section only, too. Like, it, Are people negative, Nancy? No, no, just. just just yeah. towards each other. Like, it's okay to have negative takes about the team, but. Oh, really? Let's keep it respectful. We do not. We don't. That's not how we play it here. Just yeah. if you're listening to this, all right. Oh man, I hate to hear that about the comment section. Boo, you guys. That's just true. Yeah, we are. Rate the comment section. R- rate the com- <laughs> rate the comments. Let's do this. Uh, Yo, rate the comments. Six. 
Do you have your numbers ready? Did I say rate ready? the comedy? Or? Yeah, we're ready. Anthony Irwin. Let's rate the highlights. Fine. <laughs> I don't think Adam's ready. Love I'm you, not Anthony. getting a thumbs up. I'm born up. ready. Oh, what am I doing? Thumbs up? <laughs> I don't remember any highlights. Here's All Monte. Right. This was Monte. Nope. Oh, I love this one. I love this one. I love this one. That's a nine. I'll go eight. Yo, this is a, this is a symbolic ten. This is a symbolic. It is, a, you know, that's why it's a symbolic nine for me. Give it, give it, give it. Tell me why. Because that was MPJ feeding Jokic, <laughs> like Jokic feeding MPJ. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, I, I guess I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> you were just. Let's go to the no, other let's one. Be you were let's going, go to the other you were one. Going default ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right I was given four tens. <laughs> No, Jokic is so oh, good in yeah, space. Like he knows the cut is Jokic. going to open up him, and it's just yeah. What are you talking about? Going back to a five, very, very standard play. Can I tell you something? One thing I like about MPJ, he hangs out in the restricted area. Like he's very good at sort of being there. And Jokic is so good. Kenneth Freed used to do this, and it's just like Jokic knows cut into this space. Defense comes, you're wide open. I love that play. To me, that's just that play right there. You're going to see a lot of over the next several years. That play is the Nuggets. That, that play is, is the, the Nuggets. nuggets. Yep. What else we got? Oh. Oh, oh look at that. Oh, yeah. God damn. You know what? This one's a 10. There's this is a 10 for me. There are so many aspects of this play that I know. are 10. Strong <laughs> agree. Walk us through them, Harrison. So you got the Jokic pass. Clearly a 10. Right on the money. I mean, it, it a moon ball. Right, it wasn't right. Yes, it was, too. It was. Yes, it was, too. No. It was. He had to jump way up to get it. And it almost took him he out of bounds. He threw that. that. That's like a receiver. So, that's like a quarterback say, throwing it back shoulder receiver. The only place Porter but, could get it, he threw it. I like that if, like, Randy Moss has a diving catch in the corner of the end zone, drags a foot. It's like, not a great pass. He had to jump for it. No, but, they, like, uh, the difference is, is that if you catch the ball, dot your feet, then fall out of bounds. That's a successful trip down the court. But if you fall out of bounds, there was no other angle you could have got. This is a crazy team. Yeah. There's no other angle you could have had on that. Adam's about to go I just want rim. everyone to now understand what it's like to work with Adam. Eric. Eric, yeah. I was just trying to, yeah. To oh, how he's saying Such a perfectionist. Yeah. Yeah. That was an eight. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was an eight. Like, because we've seen him. What's the other half of this, Harrison? Well, the other half is MPJ's finish. Watch how like, high he gets up. Just quickly. he gets up there. Yeah. Stay on the ground. He's so good man. around the um, rim. Unbelievable. All right. That was a 10. I don't know what you're talking about, Eric. All right. What else? <laughs> you thought he was going to get mad at me and he got mad at you. I love it. Oh, I love this one. Man, what does Jokic shoot on that specific shot? 100% actually. What what is like the average person like NBA player shoot on that one? Like say he just yeah. makes those 70. little What does Gary Harris shoot on that floater? Oh god, don't say <laughs> it. Yeah. Um that's a great pass by Paul Millsap. I'm giving this one a 9. I'm going to say I'm a little wounded from that. So I don't think I'm going to rate this one. <laughs> where are you, where are you at vote? It's uh 8. What are people saying on this one? Are people giving this nine. one a nine? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's a smooth Very one. Smooth. It is smooth, man. Straight up, straight down. Millsap's rarely smooth. <laughs> yeah, I know he's like, dude. Dad. The idea. I don't believe the numbers that tell me Paul Millsap's an efficient scorer. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, he's never made a beautiful. Play. He's never taken. It's because he was shot. the best three-point shooter on the team this I know, year. So crazy. Wise. So wild. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? The slow mo cam. Okay, or is that Jokic full speed? Oh, oh, I love when he does God. that. Oh, my God. I love Give when he does it, it. Give it to me. Still only giving it a 9. I'm though. going 10. Let's get, this we're getting, is my we're favorite. playoff shape. Oh, no, take, this is my favorite type of Jokic pass. Like, Do you remember the one he had against Portland? I think it was probably the 2016-17 season. 
Look at this arm. Look at it here. Check this out. Just, oh, <laughs> just getting so pitted right that there. That sidewinder he uh, had against Portland, I think it was oh, yeah. Creed. The first uh, the, one of the, that was one of his first great yeah. passes. It but was it was, uh, was kind of like that. The sli uh, one-handed one, slinger yeah. from yeah. the Joker. That's my um, favorite type of Jokic pass. One of my favorite Marlowe calls too. Uh, I agree with you. I, this one is just so it's so beautiful. Love it. It's a, I'll call this the Matrix pass because it's like he's it's like the bullet that cur oh wait it's not the, it's not the Matrix. What uh, is that? Taken? No, it's no. like one of those. It's like wanted. One, oh, wanted. Wanted. Yeah, wanted. where you shoot the bullet yeah. and it goes around. There it is. Yeah. All right, what else we got? Some tonight. some verb. You know. <laughs> So it's, it's kind of yeah, true. I think that's actually accurate. Yeah. yeah. All right. We have one more. We got a couple more. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Oh my God. One, yes. Dude, I don't. I don't think people understand exactly how just awesome this. Like this play looks so just sort of like normal because it's just like a regular steal, but. So long, man. I'm telling you. Is this nothing the one that I was laughing about? No. Nothing about right. that looks normal. He dribbled that <laughs> down like he <laughs> was Jamal Murray. Screaming. Like he was a true point guard. You guys want to know my take on Bowl? Yes. I think he's a small forward. <laughs> That's the craziest thing. Man. I really... He's a giant small forward. I do. I just think he's... I thought he was a center. And then after watching him, like, he's a power forward. I think he's a small forward. I'm not all the way there. I think he's a four still. So, um... I think he defies all of it. This is what I was talking about <laughs> yeah. earlier with the, like, combo. I'm going to give Lou Williams a 10 for the business decision. Yeah, it's a great business. <laughs> He's like, I wanted no part of the bull poster. <laughs> I love. Uh, I also, love Eric bowl. still has my ten, so I'm just gonna. <laughs> <give fires. laughs> we not, have any more? I'm afraid to use it. Oh, we have wow, three, more. three wow, more. Wow, a lot of rate the highlight tonight. Let's see what else we got. Oh, this was great. This was actually great. Oh my god. Oh, goodness. to beat the clock. That got up out out yeah. of our seats. See, I I am so team shoot the ball at the end of the quarter. Yeah, of course. And like nine times out of ten, you just dribble this out almost. Oh, yeah. He went the full distance. Boom. Give it a nine. Give it a nine. Um, all right. What else we got? Give us a ten. What is it? You can see my balls or something? No. <laughs> okay, thank God. All no, right. but they can hear you, though, in the mic. All right. That's good to know. <laughs> oh, I love this one. We're live. <laughs> Wait, we're I love live? this one. It was, this was like too slow of Mo. Too slow of Mo? Yeah, it was Anthony too slow of Mo. Great Anthony Irwin. This is what I thought I was watching earlier. He said Lou got closer to Jack Harlow than he did on bowl on that defense. <laughs> this <laughs> this is my symbolic 10. This yeah, I like the symbolic 10 here. There was a lot of Jokic tonight. to MPJ, MPJ to Jokic I'm action. I'm telling you. I'm telling you guys. I'm telling you. This and is why when people are talking about like the fit or whatever, I'm like, are you kidding me? This is a 10 out of 10 fit. These yeah. two together, guys, we are like – one and a half months of real minutes with these two guys together. The month of January and the bubble. That's what we've gotten, and these guys are already it's been just about like, all I could have uh, expected. Oh, it's all I could have expected and more. All right, a pure 10. I love it. I love it, Adrian. Last one here. All right. I'm giving it a 10 before I see it. It's got to be good if it's uh, the last one. You save the best for last usually. Typically. Oh, it starts with plumly. Like How do I not remember any does. plays? Oh! oh! Send it oh, in, you know Jeremy. What? You know oh, what? Heavens. I'm giving this one a 10. Oh, I'm giving this my 10 and Brendan's 10. Symbolic 10 for me. Jeremy Grant, the key to a Clippers series. <laughs> the key. Some ignorant analyst the other day said that Jeremy Grant doesn't utilize, fully utilizes athleticism. Un Unbelievable, that guy. Inexplicable. You Inexplicable. did have a tweet tonight that was like, I've been very impressed with Jeremy Grant in the bubble. And I was like, wait a second. Have you? I have, whole, no, 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 no. The whole no. bubble? The whole bubble. No, I, no. This wait, is, you guys are wrong about this. Wait a second. I'm with Wynn. I'm with Wynn. You guys are crazy. I'm with Wynn. You guys are crazy. Uh-oh. Check the receipts. Check the receipts. Check the receipts. I, and also, I'll say it. The rant earlier, 
isn't that your take, the get Simmons to Denver take? Yes, but not at all costs. Like, I wouldn't, right, I right, wouldn't right, trade right, Jokic right, for right, Simmons, right, right, for right, example. Right, right. I mean, just, come on. Someone's got to hold you accountable here. No, no, no. Jeremy Grant, I'm telling you, this. Jeremy Grant has really impressed as the bubble, and I think a lot of that has to do with I like his fit alongside Michael Porter. I mean, this is this is what we're coming to even with Bowl, I think, a little bit. is Jeremy Grant's not really a power forward, but he's also not a small forward. And that, and and that doesn't work when you play him with, like, say, Torrey Craig, for example, and yeah. Mason Plumley. It doesn't work. But when you throw out Yoke and you throw out um, MPJ and you throw out Grant, it just all comes together in this awesome way where it's like, I don't care who's what position or what's going on. They're all mismatches if they play it right, and, and they just have played it right. And that There's this thing called positionless basketball that I've heard of before. Yeah. Yo, we, we have been in this season for – Almost a calendar year. This is a philosoph <laughs> uh, philosophical moment from Eric, I feel Oh, like. I can tell it. Then, and we are almost to the end of this regular season. And Facts. It One has looked away. almost nothing like it did at the beginning now here at the end. The players are different. The team is different. The philosophy is different. I love this Denver Nuggets team. Like, I am so excited to get into these playoffs. I am... I have not been higher on this Nuggets team than I am right now. Even though, like, coming off of these losses, I love that we're in a place, even though Malone is upset about the defense, I love that we're in a place where we can just pull our players back because, you know, we've shown what we need to show. You guys can fight. You guys can sweat. We'll see you in the playoffs. Um, I'm ready for this. Man. I think Malone is just in the that movie Miracle when he's the, the the. It's about the name on the front of your jersey. The name of the, you know, like the like, yeah. another line. I want a real goalie. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's where Malone is right now. He's doing the like. All right, guys, it's time. Everybody, like, no one was a nice guy. Um, that's where he's at. Movies. Guys, uh, <laughs> the fun really is. It, it's really starting to take off now. I mean, oh, it's so, I feel uh, the pressure. Mm. I feel the intensity. I feel yes. the heat. Yes. Uh, I feel the excitement. It's all starting to come together. The Nuggets locked in. With the Jazz Friday show, very heavy on that. We're probably gonna have shows just running now. I mean, uh, we're, we're gonna be doing a lot of analysis going for us. One of the reasons I didn't want to talk about the Jazz too much right now, we've got five days, five or six days before yeah. we get there. So I wanted to save a, a bullet Screw in the chamber the jazz. Um, and just kind of look at this one. Tomorrow, gonna do a notebook episode. Friday, we're gonna have hopefully a winner's lounge. It'll probably just be a bubble wrap up lounge. Yeah, just a, a bubble wrap ge lounge. general lounge. Just a general lounge. <laughs> um, Let's just lounge around. And it's going to be fun. We've enjoyed guys having you guys here. We've enjoyed love being it. at this bar. How yeah. good are these commenters? We love these people. We love the commenters. Well, it sounds like they were Except mixed. the one guy I just blocked. But uh, other than that, other than um, that, yeah. that was that was me. Shout out so, to the comments. So listen section. man, uh it could be Dallas, it could be OKC, it could be Utah. I'm not it's afraid Utah. of anyone. Don't uh, think that Denver team. I don't team, think it can, actually. No, 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 no. I'm saying. I'm it saying, could have been. It could have been. I, oh, thank you, Eric. I, I'm a writer. So, Nuggets in four or five. Or, or, wow. Way. We're getting a. I I'm like it. Let's Voda. balance this wow. energy with whatever with the it. energy is I'm on Sunday it. when we do official predictions. I, I am not, I'm not prepared to give my take yet. Me I'm neither. But I do like. I'm not prepared to give my prediction yet. And Malone told us before any of these games started that he wasn't going to play the starters and he didn't care about the seeding games. And he did just that. And then we all panicked about conspiracy theories. Everyone relaxed. They're not afraid of Dallas. They're not afraid of Utah. They're not afraid of OKC. And nor should they be. Because they're a top three seed for the, be the second best team in the a night row. for being a, keeping it at 100. One thing I like about I just, votes sorry, addition I like, to I the like mix. I like my rant better. Uh, one thing I like about votes addition to the mix, he doesn't carry the baggage of Denver Nuggets that's historia, true. and so it, in a lot of ways he's clearer. He's mind, like a babe like that's that. wandered into the woods. No, no, no. But I mean this positively, <laughs> as in like he's seeing it more clearly, whereas it. we're we're doomed to failure or whatever. But thank you guys. We got to get out of here. <laughs> thank you so much. Don't forget subscribe on on YouTube. Leave a, a leave a little like, a little thumbs up if you will. Mm -hmm. Comment on there. Just tell us, hey guys, enjoyed the show or whatever. Omar, and we'll see. You all next Stay time. Tuned. Adios. So something I look forward to every single weekend. You guys are going to think I'm crazy, but I look forward to our WGT tournaments. They're fun. 
I get to talk trash to all the other DNVR employees I beat up in WGT. And you guys can get in on the fun. Make sure to download WGT from dnvrgolf.com. Search for the DNVR 3 Country Club. You'll automatically be entered into all of our tournaments every single weekend. You can go up against us. You can go up against the rest of the DNVR community. And when you're not playing in tournaments, you can play against 20 million people online. So it's an awesome game. The only iPhone game that I seriously play or really have ever played. But download WGT from dnvrgolf.com. Search for the DNVR 3 Country Club.